A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I opened your graves and have you rise from them, O my people. I will put my spirit in you that you may live and I will settle you upon your land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised and I will do it, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, those who are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh. On the contrary, you are in the spirit, if only the spirit of God dwells in you. Whoever does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is alive because of righteousness. If the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give you life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit dwelling in you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Now, a man was ill, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who had anointed the Lord with perfume oil and dried his feet with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sisters sent word to Jesus saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you and you want to go back there? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in a day? If one walks during the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. He said this and then told them, our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I'm going to awaken him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he is asleep, he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death while they thought that he meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, 
Lazarus has died. And I am glad for you that I was not there, that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go to die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, only about two miles away. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary secretly, saying, the teacher is here and is asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him. For Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with her in the house comforted her, saw Mary getting up quickly and go out, they followed her presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother will not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you led him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, 
Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary as seeing what he had done, began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. This evening, I'm going to try and do something a little bit different and preach from here. Uh, Lucas wanted me to do something different, one of our senior altar servers, and so I thought I'd try this. Um, I always liked this gospel account, and frequently I would use it at funerals because it, it seems to, to encompass the whole range of human emotion during that time of death, of the death of a loved one. And it also gives us a promise of our faith, the promise where the Lord God says, I will open your graves and have you rise from them because the Spirit of God dwells in you. You are not in the flesh, for you are in the Spirit. Lazarus, the brother of Martha and Mary, had died. And they sent word to Jesus. And how many times do we experience the same thing with someone who is ill? perhaps close to death, we get word and we go to visit them, we strive to be with them. In fact, just recently I went to visit a, a woman at home and the whole family was gathered there because they were wondering what was going to happen. And we prayed together. But the Lord, talking to his disciples, said, this illness will not end in death, but to show the glory of God. Do you recall last Sunday about the man born blind? And the disciples asked, why was this man blind? Is it because of his sins or the sins of his parents? And the Lord said, no. It was so that the glory of God and the works of God might be made visible through him. And today we have a similar experience the works of God and the glory of God is shown through the raising of Lazarus. When Jesus arrived, 
he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. And Martha first, and then Mary after going to be with the Lord after her sister, spoke words, Lord, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. How many times do we think that ourselves? Where is the Lord now at this time that I'm carrying this cross, at this time of pain, at this time of suffering, at this time of death? Are those extreme experiences in life, we sort of, it may be easy to lose that awareness of the Lord being there with us. And so it was for Martha and Mary. They just experienced the death of their brother. But notice what Martha is able to say after she says those words. She's able to say, but even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give to you. It is as if she is saying, even now, in the midst of my grief, of my sorrow, of my pain, I recognize who you are. I know that you are able to elicit whatever you ask of God, for you have the power of God. You have the grace of God is what we would use in our jargon, but that power resides in you, Jesus. Then Martha is given that reassurance, your brother will rise. Martha is able to say, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And then the Lord reminding her, I am the resurrection. I am the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live, and everyone who lives believing in me will never die. That's the foundation of our faith. That is what brings us here to worship and pray this recognition that Jesus is the resurrection, that Jesus is the life. Through our faith in him, our belief in him, we share in that life. And then he puts a challenge to to Martha. He asks, do you believe? And there are times when that is a challenge for us as well as we experience different crosses, different pains, different sufferings, perhaps even the death of a loved one, or as we contemplate mortality itself, or considering our own mortality. Do you believe? Martha was able to say, yes, Lord, I do believe. I do believe. And so for us, especially in those times of carrying up the cross, we need to say, yes, Jesus, I do believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming in the world, as Martha did. Or yes, Jesus, I do believe that you are my Lord and Savior. I do believe that you are the second person of the Blessed Trinity. I do believe that you are the one whom the prophets foretold. I do believe that through your cross and resurrection, you have redeemed me and give me back the promise of immortal life through the forgiveness of my sins.
where did you lay him? Jesus finally asks. The friend asking, where is he? Come and see. Very few places in scripture. This is the one. Jesus wept. The other time he wept over, uh, uh, over doubt in the cities. Expressing his love, his emotion, of losing his friend, just as we might. Indeed, we know the Lord is like us in all things but sin, so he certainly experienced those human emotions. And then notice the process which is involved in raising Lazarus. First, take away the stone. The Lord does not do it. He tells the others who are there to roll back the stone covering the opening of the tomb. And he calls out so that all their presence may see the glory of God prayer, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. For the sake of the crowd, may this happen so that they may believe. So they may believe that you sent me. And then he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus was raised from the dead, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face wrapped in a cloth. And then the second task that the Lord gave to those who were there in the crowd, go and untie him. The involvement of the believing community, the, the involvement of the followers of Jesus. In our day, we might say the involvement of the church is involved in this miracle is part of this miracle. For the Lord just didn't go roll back the tomb himself, untie Lazarus, and no. There are others involved, as we know, that part of our Christian mission is not only to live our lives faithfully, certainly that's an important part of it, but also to share our lives with each other, to live lives so that others can look at us and see the light of Jesus. So others are involved. Go back to that reading from Paul. You are not merely of the flesh, for you are of the Spirit. The Spirit of God dwells in you. And the Spirit of God comes from the sacraments, from our first sacrament of baptism, confirmation, when the bishop lays his hands on us and calls down the Holy Spirit into the life of the one who is to be confirmed. As in a few moments, when I call down the Holy Spirit upon the gifts that you offer to God on the altar, the Holy Spirit may become part of our understanding of our lives, of our being. Christ is in you, Paul says. The Spirit of Christ is in you. 
You are of the Spirit, not merely of the flesh. And I think as we think about this story of the raising of Lazarus, of Martha and Mary in their pain, their suffering, their joy, certainly in seeing Lazarus be raised up, that sense that not only something special happened there at that time with the raising of Lazarus, but something happens continuously as we become aware of God's presence in our lives, in our community, in our church, among each other. Many of the Jews had, had come out with Mary to join Martha, had seen what the Lord had done and began to believe in him. We already believe. May the Lord help our unbelief so that truly we may know that he is the resurrection and the life. And whoever believes in him, though he dies, will live. And everyone who lives believing in him will never die.